This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 203. Show notes for this episode and any links mentioned in this episode can be found if you go to shamelessmom.com and click on episode 203. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Support for the Shameless Mom Academy comes from Kind, makers of healthy and delicious snacks. To try 10 Kind bars for free, you just pay shipping, go to kindsnacks.com slash shameless. That's kindsnacks.com slash shameless for full details. This episode of the Shameless Mom Academy is brought to you by BarkBox. For a customizable box of toys and treats for your sweet little pup, go to BarkBox.com slash shameless to get a free BarkBox delivered to your door with your six or 12 month subscription. Again, that's BarkBox.com slash shameless. Hello, shameless moms. Happy February, the month of love. We're going to be talking a lot about love today. We're going to be talking about love in three different ways. But before we get to that, I need to express some love for you because holy cow, some cool things happened in the last month. So in the last month, the Shameless Mom Academy had their 200th episode. We hit over 400,000 downloads for lifetime downloads. We hit over 42,000 downloads in the month of January, which was a record by like about 10 to 12,000 downloads in one month. We are approaching 300 reviews in iTunes. So like just things are booming. And I 
am ridiculously grateful. So I mentioned some of these things kind of as we've been going through January. Oh, and also we're highly ranked. We're like number 15 out of all podcasts in the kids and family category of iTunes, which is hundreds or maybe even thousands of podcasts that exist in that category. And we're number 15. Like a few weeks ago, I posted that we were number 30 and I was dying that we were number 30 and now we're number 15. So I am just so elated and so grateful. And I feel a ton of momentum with the show right now. And that's because of you. So I've mentioned this before, but seriously, it's because of you, because you listen and you share and you act on the things that we talk about, which helps you share the show with other people even more openly because it's improving your life and you can't help but talk about it, right? So I just really, really appreciate the love and support. It means the world to me and it brings me so much joy, but it also really inspires my mission. So my mission is to help moms live bigger, bolder, braver every damn day. And there's all sorts of things in the works to make that happen on a bigger scale in the next year. And I just could not be more grateful to be on this journey with you. So as part of that, last week on Instagram, I did a little contest and we did a $100 visa giveaway. And the giveaway, so I'm recording this on Wednesday, right near the end of the giveaway. So I don't have the winner yet. By the time this recording goes live, the winner will be up on Instagram and you can all go celebrate over on Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy. But for right now, I don't yet know the winner, but I can tell you, holy cow, thank you, thank you for all the reviews. Every time I go check my reviews, there's new reviews and that helps the show grow, climb in rankings, which is amazing. And I'm actually working on a really cool partnership to happen this year. And if it happens, it's going to in part be because this is a highly ranked show. So it's a big deal. Like people sometimes I think are like, oh, I don't know, like, why would I leave a review? And sometimes it feels a little self-serving for me to ask you guys so many times to leave reviews. But I can tell you it's because when you have more reviews and you have more downloads, your show gets more highly ranked. And that actually does have implications for the partnerships that you have, the platform that you can build and those kinds of things when you have a podcast. And so I just really appreciate anyone who's taken time to write a review over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. So along those lines, I want to share a review. This is one of the reviews that came in last week during the giveaway. And I just love this one. So I wanted to share it with you all. So this is from Miss Brew. And Miss Brew says, my new shameless obsession. I have recommended this show to so many women because it has sincerely been impactful to me in more ways than I can say. It might sound strange, but I love that I feel like I'm having a meaningful conversation with a friend when I'm listening to this every week. I feel encouraged, uplifted, and I know I'm not alone on my adventure through motherhood and life. Sarah offers interesting interviews that are not only informative and entertaining, but oftentimes eye-opening. I have found myself in tears during episodes where I feel like I've received a free therapy session, simply knowing there are ways to enjoy motherhood, even on days I feel like I need to endure it. Seriously, you'll be hooked after one episode. So Miss Brew, thank you. I know we're also connected on Instagram, and I just so appreciate your thoughtful, kind, compassionate words. That really means the world to me. And this is exactly what I set out to do. Like, I want to make you laugh. I want to make you cry. I want to help you learn something. So this was like my validation that these things are happening. So I really appreciate you sharing your experience. So for those of you who are jealous because Miss Brew got a shout out, if you write a review, you might get a shout out too. That completely just rhymed. So I'm going to stop being like Dr. Seuss now and we will move on with our episode today. Again, thank you for all your reviews. Thank you for making the giveaway a lot of fun last week. And I'm just so excited for everything that's to come this year. So 
Diving into today, three things you need to know about February. I have to first of all laugh because I literally hit record on this episode with a completely different episode all planned out. And I started talking and I got like two sentences in and I was like, oh wait, the episode I'm actually recording is for the first week of February. And this is not content here. Like I did not create content for three things to think about in February because January went so dang fast. I didn't even realize it was time to do a three things to think about. So I had to like shut down my recording for a minute and be like, hold on, what are we going to talk about in February? Because I was not prepared for this conversation. But luckily, February is the month of love and it was easy for me to come up with some great ideas and really, really fun. I'm more than happy to talk about love all the live long day. So here we go. Three things to think about in February, all related to love. So we're going to talk about self-love, demonstrations of love, and receiving love. Those are your three things to think about in February. And I will work through each of those with you because each of them can be further broken down into some pretty powerful categories. So February often, I think we think of it as like, especially as parents, we're like, oh, great. It's like the month of Valentine's Day, which means like I have a project to make Valentine's with my kid. If your kid is young, it means you're doing the Valentine's. If your kid is old, it's like probably arguments over like if they can pass candy out in class or what have you. So it kind of can be a pain. And also I will say like, I am just generally not a huge Valentine's Day person. I think because I spent so many years single on Valentine's Day that I was just like, kind of bitter about the whole thing. Like I'm kind of on board with the whole idea that this is a Hallmark holiday. And honestly, like who has time, but I can always get behind a conversation about love. And I do appreciate the conversations about love that happen throughout the month of February because of Valentine's day. So we'll talk about that today. We won't talk about one day of love, but I think that this is really valuable content for year round practice. So you can start it in February and practice it year round. So let's start with self-love. So self-love is designated time for you to take care of yourself. And that can be 30 seconds, or it can be three hours, or it can be like a three-day weekend getaway. It can be a three-week trip to Europe without kids. Like whatever you want it to be, it can be so many different things. But self-love is so important. Self-love might look like five minutes of journaling in the morning. Self-love might look like meditation in the morning. Self-love might look like sitting in your car and eating a donut after you drop your kid off at school. Self-love might look like taking a walk during your lunch break. Self-love might look like getting a manicure in the middle of the afternoon. Self-love might look like a night out with girlfriends. So it can look like so many different things. There's not rules around what it can look like, but it needs to be about you for the sake of you, not you so that you can be better at taking care of other people or you so that you have like more energy to be a good mom or more patience to be a good wife or whatever. No, like self-love is just about you taking care of you because you deserve to love yourself completely and wholly in spite of any imperfections. So Part one of this is going to be taking time for yourself. I just mentioned this. I gave you some ideas of how to do this, but you need to be taking time for yourself on a regular basis. And I know for some people, just logistically, that is very complicated. And so if that is logistically complicated for you, that means you need to figure out how to work it in in spite of the complications. That might mean that you give your kid a screen for 20 minutes so that you can do something. I was actually having a conversation with someone in the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind about exercise the other day, and she was talking about 
like sleep is really hard to come by in their household. And she doesn't want to get up even earlier to get in workouts, but she doesn't know how else to get it done while she still has one of her kids home during the day. And I think the one that she has home is maybe two, I think she said two, two and a half. So I said, okay, so this middle of the day workout that's a challenge for you to get in only needs to be like 20 minutes. It doesn't need to be like an hour or anything. So like, could your kid watch Daniel Tiger? I'm not saying it's like the best thing in the world, but also don't let good be the enemy of perfect. Like giving your kid a show that might teach them a good lesson for 20 minutes so you can get in a workout, that is a win for everyone. So self-love can look like making that kind of a trade. Like, yep, I'm gonna give my kid a screen for 20 minutes so that I can do this thing for myself. And that might mean that later in the afternoon you don't give your kid a screen because of, you know, at a different time because you've decided that you're going to implement it earlier in the day during your workout. Whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you give your kid the screen twice a day. No judging here. So think about what it needs to look like for you and how you can make it work for you. Because here's the thing. There's a lot of noble obstacles. And I talked about this actually in the same conversation with this mom, where I said, like, not knowing what to do with your kids so that you can work out for 20 minutes, that's actually a noble obstacle, which John Acuff talks about in his book, Finish. And a noble obstacle is something where you are saying like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to do this thing. But like, first I have to figure out this other piece. So like, as soon as my child is old enough to entertain himself for 20 minutes, then I'll start doing my workout. The example this guy that John used in his book was a guy who says to his wife, like, yes, of course, I will clean out the garage. His wife had been bugging him for years about cleaning out the garage. But first I'm going to have a garage garage sale. She's like, no, like don't have the garage sale. That's like 87 more steps before the garage gets cleaned out. Just clean out the garage. Just like dump things, throw them away, take them to goodwill. Like no garage sale. That's a noble obstacle where you feel like, oh, but I'll do this other thing like on my way there to fulfilling the act that needs to be done. No, just go straight to the act. (laughs) And so get rid of your noble obstacles to take time for yourself. Another piece of self-love is forgiveness for imperfections. So really being careful and conscientious of not judging yourself when you don't live up to your own expectations, or maybe things don't work out as you plan. So this might be anything from like performing less than stellar at work to eating cake before bed, but just forgiving yourself for imperfections and just judging it neutrally. Like today, this thing at work did not go well because of A, B, and C. And so tomorrow we move on and we try harder, we do better, whatever. Rather than like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. I'm such an idiot. I always fail and I flail in front of my boss and it makes a big mess and I never get it right. Like when we start having self-talk like that, it doesn't get us anywhere. It's completely non-productive. So just quick, simple, non-judgmental conversation around imperfections and then moving forward. And this is what I always say to my transformation clients. I always say onward, like do not look back begrudgingly on the imperfections or coming from a place of judgment around the imperfections onward. That happened. I did it. It's over. Move on. It's really as simple as that, but really working on forgiveness for those kinds of things. Forgiveness and neutralizing the conversation in your head, neutralizing the language that you used. You are not bad because you ate cake. Eating cake is not a quote unquote bad choice. You ate cake because cake sounded really good in the moment and cake filled a need for you in the moment. If you want to dive down the road of like, why does cake make me feel better? Why do I want to have cake every night at eight o'clock? Why do I want to have cake every time I'm stressed out? Like those are valuable conversations and valuable things to consider, but you don't necessarily need to, every time you have cake, have this whole conversation about like why you're worthless because you ate a piece of cake, because that's not the case at all. So there needs to be a neutral conversation about why this is happening if it's something you're looking to change. Also, if you want to eat cake every night at eight o'clock for no darn reason, that's totally cool too. Next, 
still in the category of self-love, treating yourself just because. We often think we think that we have to earn our treats. I have to earn the cake. I have to earn the pedicure. I almost said pedophile. That was like a really bad slip. So you have to earn the pedicure. You have to earn the manicure. I have to earn the massage. I have to earn the date night. I have to earn time to myself. We think that we have to earn all these things. You don't. You can just have those things. Like I said, you can just eat the cake because you want the cake totally fine. You can get the pedicure because you want the pedicure. No big deal. You don't have to earn everything. And a lot of times as women, we think that we have to earn things. And I'm all for rewarding yourself when you do something great. Like, you know, I have a goal of working out 20 times in the next month. And when I'm done with that, I'm going to buy myself new running shoes. Cool. Totally cool to have goals like that, but you don't have to earn everything. It's okay to just have things sometimes because you deserve them just because. Next last piece of self-love is seeking self-improvement. If you are constantly working through your personal development, seeking self-improvement, finding time for yourself, forgiving yourself for imperfections, treating yourself just because is going to be so much easier and come way more second nature. So seeking self-improvement by doing things like processing through journaling, processing through meditation, through exercise, processing through reading personal development books, listening to podcasts, consuming content that other people are creating that really lights you up and fuels you and inspires you and motivates you. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is 
around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. That's really, really important. I do this every single day in multiple ways, and I can tell you it is life-changing and life-giving, and it only needs to take a couple minutes a day. It can be three minutes of meditation. It can be three minutes of reading. It can be like make three lists in your journal. By the way, my three cues for journal prompts in the morning, if you want like a three-minute bullet list for journaling, here's how I want to feel today. Make a list of a few things. Here's what I'm grateful for today. Make a list of a few things. Here's what I'm going to accomplish today. Make a list of a few things. That is like a three-minute journaling session that will change the course of your day. So constantly seeking self-improvement is the last piece of that. All right, before we move on, let's talk about Kind Bars, one of our sponsors today. So we all know I'm obsessed with Kind Bars. I actually had to go stock up today at Trader Joe's. So we ran out. So sometimes we get Kind Bars through kindsnacks.com, through Kind Snack Packs. Sometimes I get them at Trader Joe's in between deliveries. So if you want Kind Bars delivered to your door in a cute little snack pack, 10 bars, your first box is free if you go to kindsnacks.com slash shameless. And when you get that first box, you're going to get this great variety pack of all different kinds of Kind Bars. And then you can sign up for their snack club where you get monthly delivery of Kind Snack Packs so that you always have bars at your door. If you run out for whatever reason, you can also get them at the grocery store. They're everywhere. So you can get them in so many places. The most affordable way to do it definitely though is through kindsnacks.com forward slash shameless. That's where you get your first free delivery and that's where you can really try different flavors and figure out what ones you like. So, but we are like kind addicted over here and now Vinny gets mad if I have other bars for him. He's like, wait, where's my cranberry chocolate bar? So I had to like make an emergency run to the store today. So just warning you, like when you get your snack pack and your kid tests all the different flavors, you might create a kind addict. But the great thing is that kind bars are super healthy. They are great in terms of nutrient value. They're a great blend and mix and very appropriate ratio of carbs, protein, and fats. And so they keep you full, they keep you satisfied, and really fuel you or your child for the day. So go over to kindsnacks.com shameless to get your first snack pack for free. Just pay shipping. And again, you can pop over to kindsnacks.com shameless to get full details. All right, so number two here demonstrations of love. So let's dive into this piece. Demonstrations of love can look like a few different things. So I'm actually reading right now, I'm almost done with the five love languages for kids. So I read the adult book, the five love languages for adults. I think it's just called the five love languages. And I'll link to both of these in the show notes. But the five love languages for kids is really fascinating because you start to learn 
about what makes your kid tick and like what really is most meaningful to them. And your kids need all five of the love languages to some extent. But as you start to read this book, you'll see, and especially once your kids are about five or so and older, you'll start to see that there's definitely certain languages that speak to them a little more strongly that are more significant to them. And you can actually use that knowledge to help fuel your relationship and help connect with your child more deeply. So it's been a really, really cool book to read to help develop my sense of what Vinny's primary love language might be. I think it is quality time. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I'm pretty sure Vinny's is quality time. So the five love languages are touch, quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, and acts of service. So I was laughing before I started reading this because I was like, obviously like every kid's love language is gifts, right? But they talk through in the book what that really means if gifts are your child's primary love language. And for Vinny, I don't think it is. So I totally thought it was going to be. I was like, obviously it's gifts and obviously it's gifts in the form of Legos. But the more I read about it, the more I was like, oh, actually, I think maybe quality time means more to him than gifts. Not that he can identify that, but that's just what I'm observing in our interactions and kind of the things where he seems to have different needs as he gets older. So I highly recommend that book if you're curious how to reach your child in different ways, and especially if you have different communication skills with your child, or if you have a child that's maybe a little more quiet and reserved, or that you just feel like you can't connect to on a certain level. And especially as they approach those teenage years, there's just some really, really great examples in the book of different ways to connect with your kids when you're feeling maybe at a little bit of a loss, you know, through some, maybe some troubling times through some behavioral issues and those kinds of things. So that's one great way to learn about different kinds of demonstrations of love. Some other ways for demonstrating love. I was kind of smiling to myself as I was making this list because I was like, oh, these are all really amazing things to do, but they're also really powerful things to model to your kids. So I think one of the most powerful things with demonstrations of love is that for your kids, you're modeling kindness and compassion and empathy when your kids see you giving and offering these demonstrations of love to other people. So two that I really like that I think aren't as obvious, because I think demonstrations of love within our family are a little more obvious, like hugs and kisses and, you know, words of affirmations and giving your kids praise and same thing with your partner. I'm not saying we all are really great at that. Like I could definitely be uh, demonstrate more love to my partner in many cases, because sometimes at the end of the day, I'm done serving people and I just don't serve him as well. Two other ways kind of out beyond the family that are really, I think, meaningful and really powerful are random acts of kindness and paying it forward, which are very similarly, very closely related. But random acts of kindness are just doing random things just because. And like you might never get credit for it. It might be done anonymously, but just doing it just because. It just feels good. And I actually remember talking to someone and I can't remember who it was or what the context was, but I was having a conversation with someone might have even been someone I interviewed for the podcast, but they were talking about coming into some money. And they came into some money and or I think it was when they were building a business and they were just starting to make more money than they had made in a long time, maybe ever for the first time. And when they got to the certain dollar amount, they noticed on Facebook, someone had posted a GoFundMe, which I mean, I think a lot of us see a lot of GoFundMes and sometimes you're just like, oh my gosh, like I'm just going to keep scrolling because like I can only give to so many GoFundMe campaigns. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
feel like you're the martyr in your family, you're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. But he said he saw this one and it was about this family and they needed like $10,000 more to get treatment for a child's some sort of medical procedure. And so he was like, I don't even know this family. It was like a friend of a friend through Facebook. He just like went in and paid the $10,000 anonymously. And he said it felt so good. And he loved that he did it without putting his name to it. Like putting his name to it would have actually been kind of like awkward for him since he didn't have a connection to the family or a direct connection. And so he just said it felt like really amazing. And he said that was his favorite thing to do since coming into money was to just like randomly help other people and get absolutely no credit or recognition for it. And I thought that was so cool. Now, I understand not a lot of us are in a position to do that kind of a thing, but doing things along those lines can be really powerful. And so random acts of kindness where you can be an example I use a lot in the Seattle area is giving food to people who are maybe asking for money outside of a grocery store. So this is frequent around here. We have a huge homelessness problem. We also have a huge drug addiction problem here in Seattle with the opioid crisis. And so I don't give money to people, but if there's someone sitting outside of a grocery store, I will always say like, can I get you anything? Or if I don't see them till I'm coming out, I'll say, Hey, would you like some bananas or some apples or something in my bag that I can go ahead and hand to them? So that's been really, really powerful for me is those kinds of random acts of kindness. I actually did this when I was down in Santa Monica a year and a half, two years ago. And like this woman, so I asked her as I was approaching the store, I said, I'm heading into the store. Can I get you anything? And she was like, yeah, I'd really love a sandwich. I haven't eaten in a couple of days. And so I get her the sandwich and then I, which took me forever because I didn't ask her what kind of sandwich. So I was like all stressed out about what kind of sandwich to get her, but I got it. I came back out. Took me a while to find her because she had moved corners. <laughs> so like I went and I found her. But then I ended up having this really nice conversation with her. Her husband had joined her or her partner had joined her at that point. So there was the two of them together. And I just had this really nice interaction. And it was on a day I was traveling by myself. So I had the time to like kind of use extra time to have this interaction. And it wasn't, it didn't cost me anything. I mean, it cost me a couple bucks for the sandwich, but no big deal outside of that to give a little bit of extra time and extra concern and compassion to the situation. And it just felt really good. So that was a random act of kindness for me. Paying it forward is doing something for someone else. I mean, I'm sure you've all heard of the Starbucks lines where, you know, you pull up with your car and you say, Hey, I'm going to get the drink for the person behind me and you pay for them. And then the idea is that it just keeps going. And so the example I wanted to share with paying it forward here is an old client of mine. Her husband was recently diagnosed with cancer and he started this Facebook page and he was like, I don't want this page to just be about like me 
being sick and miserable. I want this page to be about a movement and a movement of paying it forward. And so he's like, my wife and I are going to start. Here's how we've been paying it forward in different ways throughout the city. And they used the example of paying it forward in the Starbucks coffee line and things along those lines. And then they were like, we want other people to share their pay it forward stories. And so now what this Facebook page has turned into is this beautiful compilation of pay it forward stories instead of a compilation of cancer treatment. And so there's definitely treatment related things in there where he'll check in from time to time. But how powerful for while you're going through cancer treatment to just be reading all these stories of people that you know and love paying it forward. You know, I mean, it's in Seattle, but they also have friends and family outside of Seattle participating as well. So such a cool, cool project. So paying it forward in that way, I think is really powerful. I definitely try to do this. You know, if opening a gym or starting a podcast reaches out to me and they're like, can I pick your brain? I'm like, yes, absolutely. I would love to talk to you. Let's hop on the phone for no charge. Let's just hop on the phone. I would be happy to tell you what works for me. I'd be happy to point you in the right direction as you're getting started. Let's do that. So that's how I pay it forward because so many people did that for me and it made a really, really big difference. So paying it forward again, like just doing something kind for someone else without getting any recognition for it really, really powerful. And it's fun. It feels really, really good. It feels good to just act outside of yourself sometimes. Before we dive deeper, I am so excited to share a new sponsor today, BarkBox. So BarkBox is a customizable box of toys and treats that you get delivered to your door with all the kinds of things your pup might love. So we have a bigger German Shepherd mix dog, and we honestly don't give her a lot of toys and treats because she just kind of destroys them. But with BarkBox, you can customize your box like for heavy chewers. And so our BarkBox arrived last week and our dog, Danny is obsessed. She has a new hedgehog toy that has a squeaker in it and she cannot stop chewing on it. It also came with this other little acorn squeaky toy. It came with treats. It came with three different kinds of treats. She's obsessed with the whole thing. She literally like my husband was like, you know, we've kind of neglected her. Like we haven't bought her anything besides food in so long like literally since we had a child, that it's like she's basically gone to Disneyland by getting her BarkBox. So for humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like a million belly scratches. So I will tell you, Danny's been so delighted and actually Vinny's gotten really engaged with it. So Vinny, like he woke up early this morning to go take Danny, her hedgehog, and watch her play with it, which she was like still sleeping. And she's an old lady, like she didn't want to get up early and play but Vinny was determined and he got all his stuffed animals out and then he played with those while Danny snuggled with the hedgehog it was pretty hilarious so if you want to see what Danny got in her bark box you can go over to Instagram because I will share some video and pictures over there and here's the really cool thing about bark box it is delivered to your door every month you can do a one month a six month or a 12 month option and if you do the 12 or six month option you get a free bark box so the benefits of BarkBox are pretty awesome. Again, it's shipped directly to your door. It's a unique variety of toys and treats you wouldn't find anywhere else. All edibles are made in the U.S. or Canada. Your dog's happiness and engagement when unboxing is pretty awesome. Danny was beside herself. And also, BarkBox will replace anything that your dog doesn't like in the box. They give that their scout's honor. So if there's something you don't like, just let them know and they will exchange it for you. So to get started with BarkBox, go to BarkBox.com shameless. And if you sign up for the 6 or 12 month plan, you get an extra free month of BarkBox. So again, that's BarkBox.com shameless. I promise your pup will go crazy. And now back to the show. All right. And then number three, receiving love. So receiving love 
This is a hard one for some people. So I want you for this, in receiving love, in this final thing in our three things to think about in February, I want you to think about how you receive love and how open you are to it. And I will tell you, I am not always good at this. My perfect example is that when my husband goes to leave every morning, he goes to give me a kiss. And I noticed a few months ago, I was like rushing him, like because he would try to kiss me while I'm like trying to put dishes in the dishwasher or something along those lines. And my thought was, oh my gosh, like, do you not see that I have like one hand in Minnie's lunchbox, one hand in the dishwasher, trying to drink my coffee, and you're trying to like give me a hug and a kiss right now, really? And then I started thinking, this is him trying to like bestow this act of kindness upon me and I am not receiving it and I'm not bringing appreciative. I'm not being gracious. So I have since been really focusing on even when it feels hectic and chaotic, I've been focusing on like, you know, get the dishes out of your hands, put down the coffee cup, hug, kiss, enjoy it for a moment, say goodbye, like actually have a moment pushing pause on the things around you and just receiving the love, receiving that act in the moment. So I think that's really important that you actually just make yourself available to receive love. Same thing with a child. Vinny at school has gotten really into like wanting to give me like 13 hugs and kisses and then yelling after me. And he's quoting lines from Elf where he goes, I love you. I love you. I love you. And which was probably my way off key of version of doing that. But it's hilarious. And there's definitely mornings where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for one more hug. But I'm just letting him do it. Like I am just receiving all of that love because he's five and probably within two years, he's going to really not be into all the hugs and kisses at school. So I am just receiving it and giving it back and enjoying it. And literally every morning I walk away thinking, oh, I just want to push pause and capture this in a bottle. And it really, really helps me transition my day from my morning with him because we have about three hours together in the morning before he goes to school because he gets up so dang early. So we have our three hours of togetherness. And that is a really beautiful transition for me to receive that love and then move into my work day. So I've been really, really enjoying that. It also, because I'm pushing pause to receive it, I'm so much more appreciative and I have so much gratitude for it. Like I really consider every morning that like this is a phase of my life that will not always be here. So I really want to enjoy it and hold on to it as tightly as I possibly can, which I think makes the gratitude just much, much deeper. And it makes those moments all the more magical. So when you're receiving love, be appreciative to the person or the circumstance that is bestowing it upon you. Be gracious in an external way, but also be gracious internally, like really thinking, I'm so grateful that this happened. I'm so grateful for this moment. I'm so grateful for whatever this situation is and just really like taking pause internally as well as externally. And then the last piece of receiving love is just accept and enjoy. That's part of the pushing pause around on the world around you, but really accepting and enjoying the love that is bestowed upon you because I think it's really easy to rush through love in the middle of a busy day as a mom. So don't rush through the love really receive the love that is around you because it's probably so much more abundant than you realize. And it's probably happening in so many different ways. And if you are more considerate of your demonstrations of love and of your self-love, you'll also be more aware of opportunities for receiving love. And when your kids see you demonstrating self-love and demonstrations of love to others around you, They'll be giving you more love. Same thing with your partner. We'll be giving you more love as they see you doing the same thing, which will allow you to have more love to receive. So it'll be kind of a nice cyclical effect. So that's your three things to think about in February. 
self-love, demonstrations of love and receiving love. I would love to continue this conversation over on Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy. So please do pop over there and under this episode post, please do share with me like how you're going to focus on love in February, what you want to focus on most, whether it's self-love, demonstrations of love or receiving love. And I wish you a month full of love to kick off a year full of love. I certainly don't want it to be limited to one holiday or one month. I want it to be a year round affair for you. So lots of love for all of 2018 to go around. Thank you for spending time with me today in the Shameless Mom Academy. I so appreciate it. Thank you for all the love that you've brought to me recently. I mean, in all of the 202 episodes preceding this as well. And thank you for looking forward to the new year with me with excitement, with all the sharing of the show and the love for the show and the passion for the show that is really coming through with such abundance right now. It means the world to me. So if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we do release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed. Go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review to be subscribed to the show. And that means you'll get all the episodes as soon as they're released. You'll never miss an episode. You'll also have access to all the old episodes when you subscribe. And also while you're over at shamelessmom.com slash review, of course, leave a review, leave a ratings. And thanks for spending time with me today. Make sure you come back on Wednesday for my interview with Lori Lee. Lori Lee is the host of the Love Your Story podcast, and she is amazing. And she's going to be talking about loving your story, rewriting your story. And she's really inspirational. And she also has like the best radio voice. I want to like listen to her while I'm falling asleep. Not that she puts me to sleep, but she's just very soothing. And I really, really enjoyed our conversation. She has a lot of great things to say. She's going to share some of her story. And then she's just going to talk about the power of story. It's a really cool interview and I know you're going to really appreciate it. So come back on Wednesday for that. And there you have it. I hope you have a fantastic day and no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.